Good morning and welcome to Live from FM 91, conversation and performance with some of the area's finest musicians and visiting guest artists. I'm your host, Brad Cresswell. We're coming to you today from the Dana Performance Studio here at WGTE. Well, I've got two wonderful young musicians here in the studio with me today. It's a real treat to welcome the violinist Adam Major. Hello, Adam. Hello. And we also have flutist Hannah Schultz. Hello, Hannah. Hi. And your teachers are also here, so no pressure, right? You are both members of the Toledo Symphony Youth Orchestras, is that right? Yes, that is correct. Okay, now there are several orchestras involved. There are a couple of different ones. Are you both in the same one, or are you in different ones? So um, I am principal second violin in the Philharmonic Orchestra. Um, That is the highest of the three orchestras. You have concert strings, which is the lower level orchestra, uh, then you have symphonic, which is the middle orchestra, and then there's philharmonic. So there's three different, and I'm in philharmonic. Okay. How about you, Hannah? I'm a uh, principal flute of the symphonic orchestra. So we have two very good uh, musicians here. We're going to hear you play a little bit. We're going to start with you, Adam. Um, and before we get to that, let, let's hear a little bit about you and your history with the violin. I mean, why did you decide to start playing that instrument? Well, uh, I've been playing violin for about seven and eight years. Um, I'd say I sort of gained interest in the violin almost uh, immediately. I think quite literally one day I told my parents I want to play the violin, and we went to the music store and bought a violin. Wow. So, and I would, I mean, I messed around with it. I wasn't any good. I was still a little kid. Um, But. Yet. Any good yet. <laughs> but, uh, that was Sensolis, your teacher, by yes, the way. Yes, yeah. Uh Then I had my first lesson with my previous teacher, Miss Jen Burns. Um, so we had bought a full-size violin, so that's the violin that I use right now. So it's meant for, obvious adults and older kids. So you can imagine fourth grade me who was really small trying with to the hold violin. yeah with the huge violin so we need yeah. we need to go all the way from a full size to a quarter size um so i eventually just started my violin journey then uh once since all this became my teacher everything just exponentially increased yeah i <sighs> <laughs> She's we, sitting we, right we, here we, and smiling right now as you speak. So. Well, we I was able to progress really fast. Uh, we have Suzuki books. Uh, the teachers here teach the Suzuki method, so right. I, I'm not I'm not going to say exactly what the Suzuki method is. I just know <laughs> that I need to memorize the songs and do good at recitals. <laughs> um, it's a lot different for me now, but when I was younger, the whole thing was just be sure to memorize your piece and you'll be fine. Yeah, but um. I actually did join the TSYO in eighth grade. Um, I was part of the Concert Strings Orchestra, one of the first violins. That was my first real experience with an orchestra sort of sorts. Um, it was a great experience. It was fun. We got to perform at the Peristyle, which is a wonderful venue to perform at. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, unfortunately, COVID-19 hit. Um, then I took a one one and a half year hiatus from the violin i had just gradually lost interest with the violin um and so unfortunately i had to part with uh, sensales for a year and a half and i kind of regret doing that um but 
She's my, still smiling, still by smiling. the way. My, <laughs> my sophomore year of high school, which was last year, um, I have great directors at the school. My choir director and my band director. My choir director was Mr. Sneed and my band director, Mr. Kuzdal. So I was in, I still am in the band and choir at um, Clay. That's the high and school then, that you, yes. you go to. And Hannah also Correct. goes to Clay. Yeah. Right. It's a great school. Um, then for our fall concert, we do many different concerts throughout the year. And this particular one, Mr. Sneed had asked me to play a solo on the violin. Now, I hadn't picked that violin up in a year, so I had to kind of relearn the piece. Hmm. But I don't know, something about him asking me to play the violin again just sort of sparked my interest. Um, then I told my parents, you know, I kind of regret stopping lessons before stopping violin because my interest in the violin had just come suddenly come right back. Um, then I started violin lessons back in January of 2022 last year. Um, then I also decided I would like to try out for the TSYO again after a two year break. Um, so, uh, we started on Vivaldi's concerto in a minor the first movement on that um mm -hmm. that's what we worked on for a while i had um as Sinsales would know i had a lot of rhythm issues um but that's a separate <laughs> topic for another day um but anyways i had prepared that piece and i just started honing in my skills again and i just i grew a lot again yeah. i had just i had kind of transformed in that sense then i had auditioned into the Philharmonic, our, our auditions were due that June, so I had to prepare my piece and get my skills back up for, uh, for that audition. Um, I was only shooting for symphonic, so when the audition results came back out, I was looking at the list. I first looked at symphonic to make sure I was hopefully in symphonic. So I'm like, oh you no, there. I'm, yeah. I'm not on symphonic. But then I decided to check Philharmonic anyways. And then I looked down first violins just to see who got in. Then right at the top was Adam Major. And I was like, wow. I was I was jumping for joy for five straight minutes at my house. Luckily, I, I, there's, feel like, I feel like we could make a movie out of your life story yes, so far, it is. right? Yes, <laughs> but it's... It's been a long road, but yeah. Well, you brought some Vivaldi in to play this morning for our, our listeners. What are we going to hear? Uh, we're going to be hearing the violin concerto in G minor. Uh, that is the first movement of the piece. Okay, great. Well, I'll let you uh, get up there to the microphone, and you are accompanied today by Amy Chang, whom we know as uh, cellist of the Toledo Symphony Orchestra. She's at the piano, and uh, Adam Major is at the violin. Music of Antonio Vivaldi. You're on FM 91.
Music of Antonio Vivaldi here on Live from FM 91. Violinist Adam Major with Amy Chang at the piano. We heard Vivaldi's concerto in G minor. That's a wonderful performance, Adam. And your cohort here joining us uh, this morning is Hannah Schultz. Hannah is a flutist, also a student at Clay High School and a member of one of the Toledo Symphony Youth Orchestras. I should mention they are giving a concert on March 19th, yeah? Amy and Sisolis, you're both here. and I haven't let you chime in yet, so you, you want to talk just a little bit about your work with these students and with other students and how you sort of balance that with your performing career because you're both uh, performers. Yeah, so um, I, in addition to being a violin teacher at the School of Music, I am also the School of Music coordinator, um, but I also perform um, violin with the Toledo Symphony. Um, we uh, specialize in the Suzuki method in the school. Um, Adam did not seem to know much about it, but... <laughs> he, he will he, by the end of this show, he right? Will, he, he does know a lot about it just by thinking of how his lessons take place. And so uh, part of the Suzuki method centers on the parent or a parent or a mm. caregiver attending the lessons with them and becoming sort of their coach at home. Um, so we always talk about a Suzuki triangle. So based on that, you know, the teacher can um, build a relationship with the parent and help them help their child at home. And so that growth that Adam is talking about, that exponential growth, you know, it's it's a joint work of the teacher yeah. and the parent collaborating to help the, their child I think the that's wonderful to get uh, families involved and get 
caregivers involved with uh, their children or their wards. Yes, because yeah, it becomes a team thing, and right. uh, and parents grow um, to love it, and to you know they they don't they know a lot about it rather than you know oh yeah that thing you do right kind of thing. So right yeah it's a special it's a special bond that forms. Speaking as a parent myself, I can totally understand what you're saying. We also have Amy Heritage here. Amy, you are a flutist with the Toledo Symphony and Lexan Solis. You're also a teacher. You work with students. Um, and you work with Hannah specifically. And, and you're both going to be sitting with each other, I understand, at the uh, concert, which is taking place on March 19th, right? That's right. Sunday, March 19th at 4 o'clock at the Peristyle. It's a free concert. And that's kind of the highlight of the year for the relationship between the Toledo Symphony and the Toledo Youth Orchestra. All the students in the youth orchestra have to study, have to, to study privately in order to be in the orchestra. And many of them study with members of the Toledo Symphony. Uh, we also coach them throughout the year. We'll come down to Hull Prairie where the kids rehearse and be with the flute section or the woodwind section or the violins and, and coach them throughout the year. But our culminating event is March 19th when we meet each other on the stage of the Peristyle and present a concert together, I think under the direction of Alain Trudel, who is our uh, music director director. of the Toledo Symphony. So we'll be there playing some Carmen and some Star Wars and some Dvorak. And it's such a cool moment, especially some of our... uh, players of the Toledo Symphony will have their children on stage with them who are members yeah. of the youth orchestra. So our our tuba player, Dave Saltzman, will be sitting pretty close to his son, who's the principal bass player in the orchestra. Our two clarinetists will have their daughters in the violin section and the cello section. Adam will be sitting in up at the front of the second violins with Merwin Sue because he's principal second in the orchestra, and Hannah will be sitting with me and the row of flute players. And that's a really great moment for them to see what we do and for us to share. And, we, you know, we ha- I always say the second flute is the best seat in the house. So I'm excited <laughs> for Hannah. This is Hannah's first year in the youth orchestra. So I'm excited for Hannah to be on stage with me and to feel that, just be surrounded by so much music making, by so many wonderful musicians. Hannah, you've been sitting there very quietly, very nice and reserved. We haven't yeah. really given you a chance to talk yet, but... What can you tell us about your experience with the flute? I mean, you know, when I was young, I always wanted to play the flute. I was discouraged because everybody wanted to play the flute. Was it the same for you? Did you have that kind of, uh uh-huh, I want to play the flute moment, or did it kind of grow on you? What were the circumstances for you? Well, I started the flute in fifth grade when Oregon City Schools starts their music program, specifically band, and my mother played flute during Uh college and in high school. So she said, oh, I have a flute and I think you should play flute. So (laughs) I'm like, all right, that'll that'll do. And then actually she also played piccolo. So I started playing with the piccolo in fifth grade, but then I stuck with flute because got to learn one before the yeah. other typically you, in- you inherited it yes so i did inherit i inherited my mom's flute and i played that up until actually this past year for my birth for my 17th birthday i got an open hold flute from reddig and it's beautiful i love it very much so you're playing an open hold flute which is like a, a real flute yes let's hear more of your story i mean how did you get from there to here as it were 
Well, I started band in fifth grade, like I said, and for the most part, I stuck with just the band class. In seventh grade, I did solo ensemble, and then in eighth grade, I did an academic band at Bowling Green State University. Then there was kind of that COVID time in my sophomore year, freshman year, I just did solo ensemble. After that, I really got into it. So my junior year, I took a piece to contest Die Tauben Post by Schubert. And shortly after that, I started doing private lessons. And that's when uh, Miss Amy was said, oh, you should audition for the youth orchestra. Now wow. I had heard about that in the past, but I never did anything with it. So I'm like, sure, I'll do it. And then I auditioned and then I got in and I was also jumping for joy. I, I saw Adam <laughs> later that day and we're both rejoicing together at Clay. High fives. Yeah. Oh, it was it was a fun time. So then now I do the youth orchestra. I'm in the honors band at Clay. And it's it's an overall fun experience. I really enjoy playing. I'm interested, while I have you both here, uh, if either one of you or both of you want to talk a little bit about how learning an instrument and having it be a part of your life at a young age, how that has affected you and what you do. I mean, for me, playing in the band and playing an instrument and, and having that idea of music in my life was so important because I wasn't into the whole sports scene. I wasn't into other things that, that kids might be into. Um, I wonder what, what, what is the importance of, of music and the flute? Let's start with you, uh, Hannah, and, and you can tell us a little bit about that. See, I... Since you don't I, care. No, that is not true <laughs> at all. Music is very important to my life. That's one of my favorite things about youth orchestra is because I'm able to connect with other kids that have the same passion for music, whereas at school, not as many people have that, like you said. Yeah. So I feel like it, it's really like a uniting force when you have that passion for music. You're all in love with the same thing and making music. It's expressing yourself in a way that you might not through athletics or yeah. other. Not that there's anything wrong with any of those other pursuits. But, oh, no. But uh, music in particular is a wonderful way to uh, express yourself and identify yourself. And, and speaking of which, we're going to hear from you, Hannah. You're performing uh, music by Gabriel Foray, yeah? Uh, yes, I'm performing a sight-reading piece that he wrote for the Paris Conservatory called Morceau de Conquer. Yeah, which basically means a competition piece, I think. I believe if, so, yeah, yes. Yeah, if you translate that. So you are going to be accompanied by Amy, not playing the flute, Amy Heritage at the piano, and Hannah Schultz performing music of Gabriel Foray here on FM 91. Thank you. 
That's the flutist Hannah Schultz with Amy Heritage, her teacher at the piano. They were performing music by Gabriel Fauré. We heard the concert piece, or the competition piece, rather, that he wrote for uh, students auditioning for the Paris Conservatory back in the day. We should mention that the uh, Toledo Symphony Youth Orchestras are giving a concert. We'll say it again. It's happening Sunday, March 19th at 4 o'clock p.m. at the Paris Tile. And Amy, you were telling me that uh, folks can audition for those orchestras as well, if they're so inclined. That will happen in the spring, and information about it will be available on the website starting in April. Okay, great. So if people are interested, they can go to uh, ToledoSymphony.com, find out more about that as of April. Well, we have one more piece for you today in the form of a duet. No pianos involved. This is just for flute and violin an arrangement of a well-known aria from Wolfgang Mozart's opera, The Marriage of Figaro. This is Voi Che Sapete, music of Mozart here on FM 91.
Music of Mozart here in our Dana Performance Studio. Violinist Adam Major with flutist Hannah Schultz. They performed an arrangement for those two instruments of Wolfgang Mozart's aria Voi Che Sapete, which comes from the opera The Marriage of Figaro. I want to thank both of you for coming in. You're both students at Clay High School. You've also uh, been here talking with your teachers as well, Amy Heritage, Sansolis Jodra, and uh, Adam Major, Hannah Schultz. Thanks to all of you for coming in this morning. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having us. You've been listening to Live from FM 91. The broadcast engineer for our program is Chris Pfeiffer, with assistance from Logan Cooney. I'm your host and producer, Brad Cresswell. Thanks for joining us today here on your public radio station, FM 91.